Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are about to dive into this conversation of love. What is, what is love really? And experiencing, experiencing practical, universal love, putting that into your life, living that. And Mary Ann Pellegrino is about to bring this conversation right to your doorstep and transform and open up some brand new possibilities for you. So stick around. Before we dive in, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here, for choosing to be and become your greatest possible self, for choosing to be on the journey with us. And whatever your growth path, your evolution path is, thank you for being on the journey. Thank you for showing up, doing the best that you can, because your actions are a ripple effect in the people around you. So every action that you take, every time you show up, every, every personal development book page you read, every sentence you read, every journal sentence you write, it is making a difference. So really remember that and give yourself a little pat on the back and say, great job, because you're doing great. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. This week, it's by Rika123, who says, Energy Boost. Chris is a light and a force who delivers personal growth messages with a dedicated intention of creating a more loving, up-leveled world for us all. His energy is infectious. He brings equally empowered and inspiring guests on the show, and the conversations just flow. Rico123, thank you so much for giving us that review. And if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream all day long, go to beardgps.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store. Give us a review there. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can improve the show for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you in advance for doing that. And we are going to keep rocking here today. I'm going to bring on Marianne in just a sec. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. This is going to be a powerful interview, so you definitely want to stay all the way through to the end because this woman is going to dive deep into who you truly are, your self-love, your authentic self-love. So get ready for a whole new world to open up for you. Make sure you stick around all the way through to the end. One idea can transform everything for you. Dr. Mary Ann Pellegrino has been a lifelong learner and educator. Her background is extensive with five degrees, five degrees, including psychology, rehabilitative counseling, and educational leadership. She is, she is a psychotherapist that helps individuals as well as teams improve their personal and professional outcomes. She is also an international trainer and a motivational speaker. Today, she brings us a fresh look at love by understanding our relationships we choose and the patterns we create from our everyday world. And that is just the tip of the iceberg. And are we ready to dive in, Marianne? We're, we're going we're gonna to unleash on these, on these amazing human beings, aren't we? I can feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> we are live on Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self, Marianne. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much. We're going to dive right in. The theme today is self-love is true love. Marianne, what does that mean to you? Ah, oh, what does that mean to me? Well, well, you know, we always think that we love someone, we love another, and that's always wonderful. But you know what? You cannot love 
truly love another unless you love yourself. That's right. You can't pull from an empty well. Mm. <laughs> There's nothing there if you can't do it. No. Nope. But you know, the question is, how do we love ourselves? You know, I, I do therapy, right? I'm a psychotherapist. Yeah. And one of my basic questions I tell my clients all the time is, you know, do you love yourself? I always ask that. And one of the often, so often I get, well, I'm trying <laughs> or, you know, um, I think I do. I think I do. Or I, I don't. And I don't know how to handle this because I don't I don't feel good about me. And I think to myself, OK, we have created in our world, our society. Something that has affected and it's infectious mm. that we're not enough. Yeah. That we're not enough. Yeah. One of the simple things I always tell my clients is if you're in a situation that you feel you don't know if you're being loving to yourself, mm. one of the things I tell them to do is do you remember that boy or girl in you that was four years old? Yeah. Give me the little four year old. The one that was so happy, they're in life, they're trusting everything, right? And then I ask them, would you put that little four-year-old in that situation? Mm. If you put that little four-year-old in that situation, then it might be a very loving thing to do. Because at four, we love ourselves. <laughs> Think about it. We're not thinking about, oh, who's going to love me? Who am I? No, we're thinking about what do I want to do that's going to bring me joy? Yeah. Think about it. So when you really go there, you say, wait a minute, I've had this from birth. So when I say wow. we've created something in this world that's infectious to not look at our joy anymore. Mm. Mm. Now we have to look outside of ourselves mm. to find our joy. Wow. Only to find out later in life on your deathbed to go, none of this ever mattered. Wow. I needed to look outside. I'm leaving this planet. And where am I going? What's happening here? <laughs> Seriously. Right? It's the, the biggest travesty. Like we, we get, people get sold a, a, um, you know, this, this quote unquote bill of goods, this life plan. And it ends up being like, no, that's not actually what our soul wanted, but because everyone else was so good at convincing us that that's what we should have. And we didn't know any better. We didn't have good leadership, good guidance, good coaching, good mentorship, people around us to help us through those times. Then like we just listened and that's not, that's not people's fault, you know, like. Not we, for nothing, Chris. Yeah. We do it to each other. All yeah, of us. It's true. You know, you got your children. You go, oh my gosh, listen, sweetie, this is what you need to do. Okay. Listen, <laughs> what now we do to protect them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I could tell you, um, um, my father, yeah. my father was the first one to say, okay, you need to be, you know, the, the teacher, you need to be this one. You need, yeah. And I didn't want it. They didn't want to, mm. but you know, he thought he was doing the best he could. Sure. And he thought it's not because we're doing wrong. It's that we have our own judgments yeah. about what mm. others should do Yeah. and how, why do we do that? Why do you think we give judgment to others? Because we want to want to help and we think that our experience is true for everyone else and if we say you should do this it's because what we it's what we think we should do and we try to impose that on other people. How about also that 
we're so insecure yeah. with ourselves yeah. that we're putting a judgment of what we think should be because we have no freaking clue. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we really don't know what's good for another. Right. But we think we do, and we're going to try and make it happen because mm -hmm. of our own insecurity about them and about ourselves. Wow. wow. Okay? Because self-love relates and correlates to self-esteem. Mm. Right? Mm. It, it's completely, it's about our self-esteem. It's yeah. about what we do with ourselves. You know, people, I always ask too, you know, do you feel you have a high self-esteem? You could tell. You can tell when someone doesn't have a high self-esteem. How would you know? How do you know when someone doesn't have a high self-esteem? You usually look down, shoulders are like this. Okay, that's the <laughs> physical. One of the things is always asking for someone's opinion. Ah, yeah. You know, what do you think? Mm. What do you think about this? What do you mm. think about me? What do you think he's thinking about me? What do you yeah. think she's thinking about? Hey, 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 pay attention. <laughs> pay attention now, okay? Now we're talking. We got to really look at this a little bit closer. Yes. Don't, right? Yeah. So I think, okay, fine. We have that. We have um, the self-esteem. But one of the things that happens, and people come to me, okay, I'm so in pain. My heart's in pain. I love this person, and I don't mm -hmm. know why I continue to stay in love with them because they're not nice to me, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I say blah, blah, blah. I'm not hurting their feelings. I'm just saying we got to pay attention to this because it has nothing to do with that other person. <laughs> Let me explain. I know. I'm a little dramatic. Right? I love it. <laughs> high energy. It might be the Italian in me. Anyway. <laughs> so when we have this, yeah. okay, we have to look at our patterns in life. Mm, yep. What do I mean by that? You ever been in a relationship? And you go in there and everything's wonderful. And oh my God, I'm in love. I'm in love. And then all of a sudden time goes on and you go, mm. I don't see it. Something's wrong. I don't yeah. see it. Mm. And then you break up. Okay, fine. It might've been ugly. Might've been okay. Whatever. You get with someone else. I'm in love. I'm in love. And you come back again. And then what happens? It looks a little the same. Not quite, but it's kind of the same problem. Nope. I'm telling you, everybody has this. It's the same problem they come right back to. Mm. Why? Why? Well, we have to dive deep. Yeah. And when I say dive deep, we have to go into our belief systems. Let's go. Okay? So if we dive into our belief systems, and that is, do I believe I'm worthy of love? Mm. Do I believe that I can do anything in my heart's desire? Mm. Do I believe that I'm beautiful? Mm. No matter what, mm. I'm beautiful inside out. Okay? Do I believe this? This is a belief system. And you think to yourself, well, yeah, yeah, I think I'm cute. <laughs> I, think I, I think I, you know, I think I can, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of likable. It's just, likeable it's, sur it's surface it. talk. It's surface talk. It's, it's not actually talk. deep subconscious this is who i am identity level right because if you love yourself yeah you would never pick anybody that's mm. going to hurt you mm. oh, yeah and on the other hand if you love yourself you would never hurt another wow. okay because when you love yourself you have the highest integrity 
and you have the highest intentions. Mm. Does this make sense? Yep. You must have the highest intentions and the highest integrity for yourself. Mm. And therefore, you will ever hurt another. And if we all took that into heart, we would create love beyond belief. But even so, our frequency would lift. Yeah. And what do I mean by that? Do you know that love is a frequency? Yeah. Right? And you have levels of frequency of this love. Yep. But when you're at the highest level of frequency, it's the highest intention. Yeah. And it's respect for you, yeah. respect for others, mm. and respect for your actions, yeah. your behavior. Mm. You know? And one of the things I always ask is when you want to do something with someone and it's a, it's, um, you know, a, a loving thing, you're in a relationship and you feel like this is where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. Always examine why you feel this way. Mm. Okay. Examine it because that's div- di- diving into your belief system. I go, I do a, a subconscious example. Let me give you a subconscious example. Okay. About how you think and your purpose in life. Okay. All right? Okay. If you were had an opportunity to speak to anybody in the world, uh-huh. they could be alive, they could be fiction, nonfiction, I don't care. Keep it to yourself. Who would it be? And when you go and you speak to them, how would you get there? What would you eat? Mm. And what would you talk about? Okay? Yeah. All right. Now, I'm doing this for everybody. I want you to think about this. All right? Awesome. So, I, for example, first time I ever did this is I picked Einstein. Oh, I want Einstein. I love him. Oh, okay. Well, who you pick is who you have something in common with. Mm. You have similar attributes and similar challenges. Mm. Pay attention. I'm tapping your subconscious. Okay? Secondly, how would you get there? Okay? I said, oh, I'd get there by an air balloon. I'd be Mm. in a hot air balloon. I'd get there. Oh, man. I was like all excited. Okay? Well, how you get there is how you view life. Wow. So I get there and I look at the whole picture. I love looking at the whole picture. Okay. That's a hot air balloon. Slow. All right. Smooth. (laughs) I'm not riding a freaking pilot ride. I just got slow smooth. But I'm seeing the detail and I'm seeing the bigger picture. Right. That's my nature. Right. Uh, I'm curious to hear about you if you want to share. And then from there, what would you, what would you eat? Well, I I like seafood. So I said, oh, I'll eat seafood. Well, what you eat brings you comfort. And I love Mm. being by the ocean. Mm. Right? So think about what what would you eat, right? And then fourth is what would you talk about? And I wanted to talk about how the universe is made, how he got to this point, how he views life. Well, what the heck? That's all I do in life. I travel around the world. That's what I want to review. And that was what I was going to talk about. Right? Wow. But what I've just done is tap into the subconscious and unconscious world of ours. 
do you know that we live in almost 90 some odd percent in the subconscious and unconscious? Wow. Only 10% is conscious. In fact, right now, you and I talking, you've already left me a few times. <laughs> okay? Because it's another world that's thinking. Another, we've gone somewhere else. We've right. gone somewhere else. Right? Wow. Wow. Oh so what did you pick up? What, what yeah. happened with you? Yeah. Talk so for me, you. I said, I'm going to meet Elon Musk. Okay. So like, I'm like, he's like just total pioneer in life, you know, innovator, innovator, creator, genius. Um, and also like the challenges that I see as well is like, I know he's had some like family challenges and I feel like sometimes I can be so focused in my work that my relationships have gotten put on the side. And so I've really been working to create more harmony in my life around that. So I thought that was, that was interesting. Um, then I said I would meet him by a helicopter or I would, I would travel via helicopter. So I was like, yes, like see the whole picture and like, just and you're that. moving faster than me. Yes. <laughs> like I needed some adrenaline in there. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> so I did that. I said we were going to eat uh, Italian food. I love, I love Italian food. Those spaghetti. Damn pasta yes so so bomb right right <laughs> so, and then i said um okay so what can we create together i would talk to him about like what can i do to put my genius and my skills together with yours and how can we serve more people and solve problems of the world and i was like man so it's like that's that's what i'm doing i want to create i want to uh work with with like brilliant minds and build things that change the world right right so what we've done that's beautiful wow. Wow. It's perfect. And I hope everybody has tried it out in their own world as they see this wow. because it's tapping into your belief system. Yeah. Because a lot of times the subconscious and unconscious, we're not aware of what we believe. Mm. Yeah. That's why we repeat patterns that are not healthy or repeat patterns that are healthy. Okay. We repeat it because we're not aware of what we believe sometimes. You know, I could say, oh, I really think that, you know, I really believe I'm a genius. Huh. And then in this inside, I'm going, huh? nah, not really. So, you know, I'm not going to do so good on my grades. But I really think I'm smart, but I didn't do good on my grades because there's a subconscious thing that's happening. Yeah. Right? Wow. And it could be things that pop up. Like um, when you start to think of it, memories might pop up. Yeah. Okay? I'll give you an example. I was, um, I had to take my comprehensive exams for my doctor's degree. Okay. Right? And I was very, very nervous. It was an eight-hour exam. I was like, oh, I'll never make it. I'll never make it. Just absolutely fearful as can be. And I had to sit with a therapist to go over my belief system. And as I was talking, I started digging in and realized there was a point in time, I was in parochial school, and I scored very high in a math class, in a test. And the nun turned to me and said, did you cheat? And I thought, oh. and I said, why? She said, well, this, you've never done it quite like this. This is pretty impressive. And I realized, oh my God, she's not going to accept me if I don't dumb it down. A, it was a subconscious thought in an instant that I created that affected my whole life to the point of getting five degrees. Really? Who needs five degrees? I happen to do that. Right? So. <laughs> Because I was proving something to myself. Oh, my God. I even got an engineering degree. It just went on and on and on. All right? Oh Doesn't matter. What <laughs> mattered was that I had this belief system. Yeah. And once I got it, it stopped. Wow. So what I'm asking from you and from the others is pay attention 
to our patterns because mm -hmm. the patterns will connect us to our belief systems, to our unconscious and our subconscious. Wow. Mariana, I had a quick question about that. I, I know I like a lot of people do personal development work and they discover these moments like when they were a kid and this thing happened and it changed the rest of their life. Uh, some people, I, I feel, myself included, um, don't necessarily integrate the lesson and have the breakthrough. Is there is there a difference of what what makes what makes it stick? Like what makes the lesson get learned? What makes the whatever the trapped unconscious trauma or emotion or decision or belief um, like get released? Or if we have to like keep doing work on it, like how do we know if we actually transform that belief? Excellent question. <clears throat> what happens is it comes into a cellular level. Mm. All right. Mm. And what do I mean by that? Your feelings will change. Mm. Um, what happened for me is I went in and I took that test. Yeah. Not only did I have 35 pages written, but I didn't do it in eight hours. I was the first one out in four hours and I had the highest grade. Dang. Dang. Dang is right. Dang. But what happened was I felt different. Wow. So that's how you know you've truly integrated it. Yeah. Like you go, wait a minute, it's a wake-up call. Oh, man. Yeah. Think about your life. There are times in everybody's point in life where something shifted. Yep. You may not know that you tapped into that subconscious, but something shifted in you. Yeah. What were you doing 10 years ago mm. to now? Mm. Who were you 10 years ago to now? Mm. Can you see the different changes that might have happened? Because, you know, this world, this world is a learning lesson. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. And the real learning lesson is how do we love ourselves? Yes. Once we get to this point, then the true work of this world happens. Mm -hmm. What's the true work? Service to others. Wow. So when it's like, you what, so you like the big, a big component. This is interesting. I've never seen it like this. The big lesson for a lot of people in the first like phase of their life is to first learn how to love and accept themselves. And then once there's, they've reached a certain threshold of that a certain subconscious integration, then it's like, okay, now I really do love myself. How can I give this back to others? How can I serve others with my gifts from not a neediness to prove myself and my worthiness, right. but rather because I'm already more than enough. So let's go be abundantly prosperous and, and serve other people. And it, you're absolutely right, Chris. That's absolutely so. That's awesome. And there's, and there's, a, there's a level how you know it's neediness or not mm. when mm. your ego is tied to it. Yeah. If your ego is tied to it and saying, oh, you know, I got so many followers and I've got this and I, I'm this and that. Then, you know, hey, it might be a neediness. Yeah. You didn't quite get there. You know what I mean? Right. We have to back it up and go, I'm okay where I'm at. I'm mm. happy where I'm at. And whoever needs my help, it will come. Yeah. I'm here for service. You know, yeah. I, I, and you're a gift and I'm a gift and everyone's a gift. Let's mm. give it that way but until we know that we are pure light we are all about frequency that's all we are this world is an illusion you know how i say that people go oh come on marianne that's really really this is an illusion i'm looking at you how can this be illusion i said really because the day you die that body don't exist and you can't look at me the same way think about it it's an illusion it's a, it it's a pattern of illusions and frequency yeah 
So when we throw out the frequency of love, that comes back and reflects back. Yes. When yeah. we're in a relationship and someone doesn't, you know, we love them and all, and then all of a sudden it just kind of doesn't feel right. Mm. They're not reflecting us anymore. Everywhere around us is a mirror. All that comes to us are mirrors. That's all that is. Okay. And if the mirror is not reflecting back, we're not attracted to it anymore. Mm. You understand what I'm no. saying? No. It's not that it's bad or good. They are not in the same frequency. Dang. You know how people go, oh, opposites attract? Eh, I disagree. You got to look like me or else I'm not so attracted to you. Okay? <laughs> I mean, that's, it's the truth. There's some there truth to that. Right? Yes. You know? And, and then when you find, what do you find out? People and couples that have been together for years, 30, 40 years, what happens? Oh, they kind of look alike. No kidding. <laughs> Right? Because there's like a frequency saying they're, they're yes. there, they're grooving, and, and everybody goes through ups and downs. That's yeah. the nature of life. Because sure. we've got to learn through our own stuff, yeah. whatever it is. But as we go through this up and down, mm. we have to learn unattachment or detachment. Mm. What do I mean by this? Well, everyone has their life. They're going to have to go through whatever they need to go through. Yeah. Right? We can't get attached to where their lesson is. Mm. I, you know, I you know, you go and you teach a child how to ride a bike. They're gonna fall down. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. but when they get up, they're gonna get stronger. Yeah. As a therapist, how many times I had to see people just fall because they needed to do it, and then they come back and they're stronger and they go, "Golly, I don't need to hear. I heard you. You know, you said so. You know, I don't need that." I need you to get the lesson in a mm. cellular level. Yeah. And so what do you think that is? What do you think it is when we talk about self-love? The number one thing you got to know in self-love is you need to be authentic. Mm. And people go to me and go, what do you mean by authentic? What does that mean? Mm. It means a lot of things to different people. Sure. I'll tell you what it means. It means not lying to yourself. Mm. My words, authenticity, don't lie to you. I don't care about anybody else, but don't lie to you. You're going to really mess yourself up. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. How can we let's check you. in. Let's check in. How do we check in with ourselves if we're lying to ourselves? How do we check in if we're like really truly being real with ourselves? I mean, like we should have some kind of internal compass that says, okay, come on, Chris, you don't even need to ask this question, but just to make it super kindergarten for our listeners. <laughs> what okay. does that mean? All right. All right. So let's think about that. Well, you remember I told you about the little kid? Yes. Okay. That little kid was authentic. Yes. That's true authenticity. Beautiful. You put that little kid in any situation yeah. or even your thought pattern. Okay. Hmm. Like I could say, oh, you know, that chocolate cake is so good for me. Hmm. All right. I know I'm lying to myself, right? I know I'm lying to myself. Would I give my kid that chocolate cake at mm. six o'clock at night? Da, da, da. No, no, that's not good. Okay, anything. I'm giving you a very simple low level. Yeah, I love it. As I far as, it. you know, what, how to get, make sure you're being authentic to you. Mm. Talk about that little child in you. Okay. And I would love to say to use other, your kids and stuff, but not everybody has children. Right. But everybody has experienced the four-year-old within them. Yeah. That little innocence and trusting, right? And you want to protect that baby. Mm. You want to protect that one. And sometimes I'll even have 
the empty chair concept that you in psychology use. But I'd put the four-year-old in the empty chair across from me. Mm-hmm. And I would talk to that baby mm-hmm. and talk about the conversation. What do you feel? How do you feel? Well, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little, so I can get my own authentic feelings out. Because sometimes we lie to ourselves quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yep. yep. And one other thing I want to say is that we need to be able to forgive. But what I mean by forgive, you go, oh, well, yeah, well, that bastard did me wonders. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to forgive. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying to forgive in that way. Mm-hmm. I'm saying to forgive yourself. And you go, well, why? I was the victim. Yes. Forgive yourself for giving so much attention to the situation mm-hmm. that it took away from you. Wow. It took away from you. Forgive yourself enough to love yourself enough to not let anything take away from you. Wow, that's, right? this is this is powerful. I was just talking about this on an earlier hour today. Like I had a, a friend and um, we played a, plank, a prank on him and it was like foolish. It was young, like, you know, weren't thinking through. And he got really upset and like never talked to our, our friends group again because of this prank. And it's like, Really? Like, like, and I, I was like, I swear I called him for, for years and years and years, just like wanting to reestablish that relationship, feeling brokenhearted that, you know, it, it happened and I wanted to make it right. I wanted to create resolution, completion, and just wanted him to know how much I cared about him. But like, no matter what I did, I couldn't reach him. I couldn't get through to him and he wasn't willing to have that conversation. But the thing was like, I never gave myself permission I never gave, I never forgave myself for all the time and the energy that I just, I wanted it to work, but he didn't want it to work. So it's like, I was frustrated. I was like, man, I've already put so much time in, like, let's keep going. Let's keep investing in this. Gotta, gotta open up the door sometime. But it's like, Chris, at some point you just get to let it go and say, I forgive myself for putting so much time and energy into that and taking away from loving myself and and knowing that I'm a good person. And I was, I was young. I was a little foolish, reckless, whatever, but I've grown so much since then. I'm not the same person. Like, it's okay. It's okay that you made a mistake. Chris, I love you now. And just to like really stay in that emotion, you know? Well, you've, 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 you've asked for forgiveness from him. Yeah. And you cannot ever control another person's behavior. No. No matter what, you know? No, but you can take care of you. Yes. And that's true. You forgave yourself enough to say, you know what, I, I, I no more am I going to throw out that energy. Right. Okay. Right. I know I, I forgive myself for doing that and let it go. Yeah. And that you come from oh, love. Okay. Yeah. And that look at the person you are now from there. Okay. And now of the highest intention, that's where you're coming from. That love frequency that's so high. Right. Yeah. And you know these people exist that have that high, they beam. Yeah. Right? The beaming of light. And it, people are drawn to you because you're light. Yeah. That's, that's what it's about. Yeah. You know? And we charge up others' light. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, one of my meditations is, you know, uh, it's an I am meditation. And I say, I am radiant, fully conscious divine light yes and that's it that's what we are we're light we're light beings we're frequency and we're learning 
we're learning. So we have to be impeccable with ourselves and with our words and how we speak to each other. You know, yeah. and Mar um, Marianne, I wanted to dive into your book because I know that was, okay. was written a couple years ago. It's like freaking awesome. Tell us a little bit more about what had you write the book and, and um, what's okay. the mission behind it? Okay. Well, I, this is the book. Yes. I don't know if you can see it. I don't know. There you go. Yes, right there. there <laughs> <laughs> um, the book is called What is Love Really? A Practical Guide to Universal Love. Now, basically, what I was trying to do in this book is to explain. That, you know, we, what we think of love is much greater, much greater than we went and then our concept is. And that yes. is about self-love. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what does it mean to be in love with someone and in love with yourself? What is the difference? Mm -hmm. You know, why can love be confusing to certain people? You know, and I get yeah. that all the time. I get clients and they go, this is just freaking confusing to me. Well, it's confusing because you don't know yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. As long as you start to know yourself and understand why you choose the relationships that you do, the patterns that you create, your belief systems, and the book, what it does is it dives into that. It gives you examples of what to look at, what you need to do. It talks about love and responsibility, being authentic, you know, with your word. It talks about um, purpose, attachment, detachment. Um, the highs and lows in love, the unexamined life about oneself, mm. um, trusting the process, and what we mean by unconditional love. You know, you hear that all the time. Well, what is that unconditional love? You know, um, I go over all these areas for you. Um, how to cultivate love, okay? Just as a beginning, We're talking about our conscious and unconscious loving. Mm. And, um, you know, how does one practice loving oneself? And I give examples of that. How it's a, it's not a long read. It's a simple read. Um, in fact, a lot, I know I have quite a few people that actually highlight it and keep it with them. And they open it up when they're feeling some, because it's just like a reminder. Hey, pay attention. Yeah. You know, yeah. let's get back to that four-year-old that who we are and know who we are yeah. and learn about how to love ourselves. Yeah. You know, what, what inspired you to write it? Um, relationships. Okay, um, I have been in, um, I'm on my third marriage, okay? And I kept thinking it was somebody else's problem, <laughs> right? And I realized, no, it's, yeah. it, I had to look at me. Yep. And in the process of looking at me, I'm going through the five degrees, and, you know, I did academic training. I traveled around the world, you know, I trained university deans in academic presence, around the world, their universities, how to run them. Freaking out. So, you know, I did this stuff and I was thinking, oh, I'm, I, I'm enough. I'm, en I'm not, I, I've never felt enough. I needed to look at me. Yeah. I needed to look at why I think and choose the things I do and the people that I do. Mm. Granted, we all have patterns that come in. We have family patterns that come in. You know, there was a study, a research, and I, I'm trying to think of the actual name. I'll get that to you if I don't get it today. But yeah. basic, the basic thing about this research was they did um, like a cherry smell to these mice, right? Mm -hmm. And they shocked them every time they smelled these, this cherry smell, right? And every time they, oh, oh, oh. So then it got to the point that all they had to do was show the cherry smell and behavioral uh, psychology. They just sent them the cherry smell and they mm -hmm. felt shocked without being shocked. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. Now, the important thing about this is that they didn't shock the next generation or the next generation of mice or the next generation. 
Then that next generation after, they give them the cherry smell and they feel the shock. Dang. Mm. Hello? Wow. What does that tell us? Wow. Mm. That tells us that our DNA, our great, 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 great grandfather and my great, 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 great grandmother have affected me and here I am. And yep. I could get something and go, oh, trigger. Yep. And don't even realize I'm having a panic attack. Why should I have a panic attack? My life's good. Ha, guess what? There's more to this. Yeah. Wow. There's more to this. Wow. So we have to dig into our belief system in order to find this out. Powerful information, right? It's like essential. It's essential to living our greatest possible self, our best life ever. Like to do that, we need to be equipped with what is what are what are the levers, what are the mechanisms running the show? What's what's the subconscious mind? What's the programming running the the computer that is the hardware that is our body? What is running that? And we, we have to look into that subconscious mind, Marianne. Yeah. And so when I when you asked me how why I wrote this book, well, that's what I was doing. I was doing my own homework. Yeah. And as I was writing this homework, I'm going, I'm helping because yes. I am, I am letting go. Blink, yeah. blink, blink. I felt it in a cellular level. Wow. It became more powerful in a cellular level. Mm. And when we do this, we find ourselves evolving. Yeah. We find ourselves being attracted to different types of people, mm. different groups of friends, maybe over a whole nother career. We find ourselves shifting. We're in another place. Yeah. We might even find beauty. Because as, as you know, when I, used, when I do therapy on people, oftentimes they'll walk in and then they'll leave and they'll go, oh my gosh, everything's so colorful outside. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Our vision of the black and white and the gray yeah. is disappearing. Wow. We're seeing more of the beauty. And that's what happens when you have that self-love. You know, I listened to your um, presenter before me and she was explaining that. I, I can hear it, you know. That once you love, you can let it go. It's all good. That's exactly right. Mm. It just flows and you see the beauty. You know? Yeah. That makes sense? Yes. Oh my gosh. This is, this is powerful. So today you're doing your therapy. You have the book. You're, you're sharing this message. Tell us more about like you're, you're helping people to really reconnect to, to the love, to reprogram their mind, to, to shift their reality. Right. Like tell us more. Like what is it all, what is it all for? What's your vision okay. for the world? Okay. So I don't have a vision for the world. Let me just say this. I'm not attached to it. Not attached to it. I wish everyone the best, just like me. Yes. God bless you. But if you can work on yourself, because this little sort basically, Priority, yeah. I cannot, you and I can't control the world. Right. Okay. Right. But we sure as hell can be responsible for our own circle. Yep. Our personal circle. Yep. Right. Yep. And that personal circle, what I'd like to see is that I continue to help touch the hearts for their light to grow. Yeah. For them to explore themselves and to find the gifts and purpose of themselves. Yes. And for them to build their own intention as they grow in this world. Mm. That's what I do. I do motivational speaking. I do these kind of things to help people. Mm. And do it all the time. I talk about intentions. I talk in university systems. I mean, I talk about um you know, how our physical body can actually react mm. to our belief systems, okay? You know, people think, um, you know, if people hear, oh, yeah, stress can ca cause cancer. You know, we know that. We now know, right, that stress can actually cause cancer. Yep. Now, what is stress? Stress is your thought patterns. Mm. Okay. Mm. 
Stress is how you think of life. Yeah, now I'm going to yeah. give you something here, very important in research. And that is that 90 some odd percent of our thoughts are always negative. Not just me, not just you, everybody. Research has shown. How do we switch that baby? Because we're constantly negative. Mm. We might think positive for a second, and then boom, we think of something <laughs> negative. We can't help it. Boom, we go back to negative. Boom, back to the rain, the same freaking thoughts we had yesterday, the day before, the day before. Mm -hmm. Not even important. But guess what's happening? Every time we have those negative thoughts, they're coming into our body. Yeah. We're absorbing it. Mm. You know Emoto's work? Yep. Dr. Emoto's the water. Yep. yep. Right? And how he looked at the water and he said, you know, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. And it turned black. And, yep. and then, you know, I love you, I love you. And you could see the crystalline beauty, Beautiful. right? Yep. yep. What does that mean to us? Mm. We're how much water? 70%, 60. Yep. Hello? <laughs> so if we're talking and doing almost 90% negative, yes. what the hell is that happening in our body? Come on, wake up! Well, I, I think uh, I've I've also heard like the thoughts like fire the neurons, right? It's like neurons firing, and then the neurons are like connected to the the cellular, um, the biology, the chemistry, right? The chemistry of our body. I know jo Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this. Like you you need to become a new person to, to yeah. create like the reality that you want. Leave that old person behind. Well, Dr. Bruce Lipton, he's a he's a biologist. I mean, yep. he just you want to know the detail. He'll yeah. show you exactly where it attaches on the neuron. Wow. I mean, just all where that happens. That's so nice. what happens from that is our body absorbs it. Mm. And then all of a sudden, we're stressed. All of a sudden, an organ starts to feel it. Yeah. All of a sudden, we're sick. Yeah. And you think, what the heck? Mm. So in my book, I talk about myself having uh, stage four uh, cervical cancer. Right. I was 28 years old. Yeah. I was working way too many hours Crazy. of sales. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. And I cried. I remember sitting, sitting in the public bathroom. I sat down and just sobbed in the <laughs> spa going, I don't want to die. I don't want to die out of ignorance. Okay. Out of ignorance. I said, you know what? Doctor says, Oh, come on. We got to do surgery. Blah, blah, blah. I said, I can't handle this. You're freaking stressing me out. I can't do it. And I was, you know, I can't do it. You're shaking me up. She goes, well, what do you want to do? And I said, you know, I need to take a break. She says, you don't have time to take a break. It's metastasizing so quickly. I said, I, I don't care. I can't handle it. She says, Mar Marianne, okay, fine. What do you want? I said, give me three weeks. Give me a month. Just give me a month. She said, okay. She says, you have to come back no matter what. Mm. I said, okay, I will. I quit my job. Wow. I I left everything. <laughs> I went to Key West. I swam in the water, salt yes. water, pretended nothing happened. Now, mind you, this is out of ignorance. <laughs> I pretended nothing happened because I couldn't handle the stress. Okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. La, la, la. Life is beautiful. La, la, la. Right? Three weeks go by. I come back and not a sign. She didn't believe me. She made me come once a month to get checked. <laughs> Uh, yeah, seriously, for a whole year. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. But she couldn't believe it. She was like, there's no way. There's no way. We've had it tested. What I, what I did was throughout my life, I realized, mm. sun, light is frequency. 
The salt water is a conductor and my thoughts. And I magnified health and healing. I'm giving a secret away. This is a secret. And what became self-love. So that stimulated this book. Because I know a secret. And that is that if we bring in a frequency of our thought patterns, get us out of that environment, mm-hmm. pull out completely, look at it as the observer, yep. and see it differently. We are in a different world. And then filled it with healing, water, salt, light, yep. sun. Mm. So beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I love it. It's, it's like really powerful because you you literally said, I don't want to I don't want to deal with this. I'm, I'm stressed out by this. I'm gonna leave this behind. And you Total just said, ignorance, by the way. Yeah, I like you didn't know even, what you I didn't, was doing. You know, <laughs> you just said, I want to go enjoy myself. I want to I want to release this stress, quit the job. And then you got into like a super powered environment of the sun of the salt water conductor. Play. And the thoughts. Play. play yes just play yes you know whatever was creative because you know as, as soon as you're negative you can't be creative yeah are you aware of that mm-hmm. it instantly mm-hmm. stops wow. creativity stops completely if you're negative wow. okay and and we are creative only in joy mm-hmm. all right so you want to know if you're stressed can you be creative If you can't do it, you're not being self-loving. Self-loving is creativity. Wow. This is, Hello? This is gold. And I love, I love the scientific perspective you bring with this as well. And also the universal, it's like spiritual, higher, higher perspective. I think it's, it's amazing how you blend all of them together. Like why for you, why is it important to, to bring all of that together to, to share with people? Thank Chris, and thank you for mentioning that, because I think that we live in a world that needs the science behind mm-hmm. it. And you know what? There is science behind it. Yep. And what I'm trying to do and what I do and what I've done in this book is I connect all the ends yeah. to say, this is why. Click, 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 click. And that's me on the hot air balloon. Yep. Right? Yep. That's yep. how I view the light. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at this, and I'm going to look at us psychologically how we tick yeah. what makes us tick because what i really want at the end is that when we're on our deathbed we're happy as hell that we did what we did yeah and that we have we feel fulfilled mm-hmm. right and that we're ready for the next journey the next adventure that's what i would like right? i love it i love it i want to i want this this journey at the end, quote unquote, like to say, I want more time. I'm having so much fun here. Like this is, this is so great. Let's keep going on this ride. It's, it's beautiful. It's magical. You know, like this is, this is my playground, not in an attached needy way, but like, man, this is so amazing. I, I, I know the next thing is going to be great too. And, ah, oh, this is, this is so juicy. What we've Well, created. if it's that juicy, you might not die. <laughs> that's true. I'm just that's saying. True. That's true. I know. True. I know. You may not die because you're so healthy within. Yep. You feel yep. good yep. with it, so it's not gonna happen. Yeah. You mentioned you mentioned unconditional love earlier. Tell us about that and what's what's unique about that kind of love. Well, um, 
you know, we say unconditional, it's about not bringing our judgment mm. into loving another. Yeah. That's what unconditional love it's, is. It's huge. And, and that is huge because we all have a judgment of how we feel needs to be. Now, granted, I might feel like I need certain things in my life with a partner mm-hmm. and that partner may not feel the same way. True. Well, maybe we don't belong together. That's fine. But I don't want to be a judgment on their lifestyle, what they want. Mm. Okay. Mm. That's unconditional love. Mm. I'm going to love you no matter if you are with me or not, that you go and you be in your joy. That's unconditional love. And if you can get that through life with the people that you surround yourself with, can you imagine if everybody loved you for who you are and where you're at and whatever it is, right? That's a whole different ballgame. And that's unconditional love. And that's a high frequency love. Mm. It's just live your life, be in your beauty, be truthful. Mm. Okay. And be authentic to you, meaning don't lie to yourself. Mm. What's what in terms of wanting the best for our significant other? What's what's the line between I'm not going to judge them uh, and like I'm just going to love them unconditionally, and I want them to be their best, so I'm going to speak up and speak my truth. Like, is that is there a place for that? There's a place for you to speak your truth, but not to expect anything different. Mm-hmm. Mm. all right yeah. and if they don't want it it's theirs not to want mm. they might speak their truth and you may not care for it but you love them enough so that they can speak whatever they need to yeah okay the minute we put expectation on someone else we're hitting for a real hard pain mm. okay yeah it's yeah. never been about them it's what been about, about us. what about unconditional love for ourselves what what's that relationship like loving yourself for being who you are mm, that authentic period. self authentic don't, don't lie, lie to yourself, yourself. <laughs> hey, hey hey you're getting it you're getting it you're getting it you know that's unconditional love yes i love me you know um you know i like to go to the movies i love myself for going to the movies there's nothing that productive people say you go to the movies there's no pro- nothing productive i go to disney world i love disney world okay well that's great but there's nothing productive <laughs> I don't care. I love me for loving it. It doesn't yes. matter. Yes. What I'm saying yes. is um, unconditional love gets to a level where it's just pure frequency and light. Mm. And I don't know how else to explain this. True. But I, I will share this. I had a, an experience once, and it was through my meditation, mm. where all of a sudden I became a ball of light, just pure white light. And I could see 360 degrees. It was the most amazing, powerful experience. I had no body. It was just pure light. And I realized this is what true consciousness is. Mm. And this is what true love is. And what I realized is that all I did was do a throw a spark to create this lifetime. And I might spark another one to create another learning lesson. But this baby here, is a learning lesson for everybody. And it's up to us. This is no game. It's up to us to make it wonderful. And we have that choice. We have the choice to make things shine mm-hmm. within ourselves and with others. Wow. I, I just so resonate with that. Like 
we are here to expand, to shine, to love, to to remind others how to how to like unleash their shine, right? Because they are they already have everything they need within themselves, and we're all from that brilliant, beautiful ball of white light, that source, yeah. that original, you know, infinite consciousness, and we're all here having this beautiful experience on this journey. And I think to also be a reflection to others to say here's how you're shining, here's how I'm receiving you and like guide them to shining more for themselves because they want to, they want to be their authentic selves and also having people hold the mirror for us and people like yourself and, and coaches and, and people around us who can like help us see what we can do to, to grow into our greatest possible selves. I think, you know, it's such a beautiful world that we live in because we can't, in my opinion, like, I don't know if it's possible to do it alone, quote unquote. I think we, it's, it's the human human nature to do it together with other people and, and when we have those quality people around us that's when the magic happens mm -hmm. and with each other at the same time if you want to do it alone do it alone Go right it. yes. whatever it is that i have no judgment on it and that's what i gotta continue to remind myself it's okay right and it's beautiful and yeah. but you know what chris you're doing this you're doing this that you know this is your purpose you're bringing this light and you're bringing the other lights this is your work yeah. This is how you shine and how you help others shine. So I think you're a true gift, a true gift. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This, is, this is a blast. You know, like I love, I love what we do here. I love just the hearing stories like yours, you know, and your journey and, and like, especially when you piece together the science and the spirituality and like create this comprehensive view for people to, to understand. And so no matter where people come to you from, if they're, you know, wanting to just figure out the tactics and the strategies, if they're wanting to get the, the book to be able to reprogram their mind and really discover what love is really, or they're, they're at a higher level and they just want to be surrounded by great minds like yourself and and build a team of awesome people around themselves to thrive even more like i love that we get to build build this and bring people together so this has been a blast marianne i want to bring it home for our audience and and just share the final like piece of wisdom what do you want people to get from this interview and implement from this ah well i'd like for them to tap into their own source i'd like for them to tap into their own belief systems if I could be of assistance, I'm there for you. Um, don't hesitate to reach out to me at Pellegrino uh, Consulting. Uh, I think you have that in the bottom there or something yep. of that, right? Um, I also, um, if you have a business, I can work with your business and your own teams and people. Um, that's I'm going to have a co-I'm co-founder to wisdomdecoded.com. Don't hesitate to go visit that too, and we will help you. Uh, we actually have a communication style assessment that we help you on how to communicate and how we are perceived with communication. So we have a whole lot, a whole lot to offer. This is just a little bit on top of the the little mountain, but that's okay. We got it going. So I thank you so much for offering this uh, opportunity for me to be on on your show, and um, and. and I, I wish everyone the best. You're brilliant. You're brilliant, Marianne. You're, you're doing so much. And I'm just excited to see continuously in your circle, the people who you spark, the people who you ignite and, and allow them to shine their light even more. Because you have, you have so many gifts, so many tools, resources for people and to communicate with them wherever they're at, you know, wherever they're at on their journey. I love your 
non-judgment perspective of like, hey, you know, like if you want to do it on your own, you can do it on your own whenever you're ready. Like I love how you said earlier, some people like we get to try it on our own and try to do it our way and, and we might fall over, scrape our knees up, but we're going to get back up. And we're going to say, hey, I learned from that. And how can I keep going? How can I keep growing? And I, I hear you have a very um, loving, accepting like parenting energy, mothering energy for, for everyone around you to go on their own journey, but to be there with love, with encouragement, like whenever anyone needs you. So I think it's, it's really awesome. The blend of everything that you bring together, Marianne. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. You're welcome. I like Thank to you. just say, um, I, w I just want to say that one of the things I love is the word someone had described it. It's the wonderment of all of it. The wonderment. And so what we bring is the wonderment of all of it. So with that, many blessings, Chris, and many blessings to all your viewers. Have a great rest of your day, okay? Take care. Bye-bye. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now. Decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com, and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow, and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.